The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus and his disciples left from there and began a journey through Galilee, but he did not wish anyone to know about it. He was teaching his disciples and telling them, the Son of Man is to be handed over to men, and they will kill him, and three days after his death, the Son of Man will rise. But they did not understand the saying, and they were afraid to question him. They came to Capernaum, and once inside the house, he began to ask them, What were you arguing about on the way? But they remained silent. They had been discussing among themselves on the way who was the greatest. Then he sat down, called the twelve, and said to them, If anyone wishes to be first, he shall be the last of all and the servant of all. Taking a child, he placed it in their midst, and putting his arms around it, he said to them, Whoever receives one child such as this in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives not me, but the one who sent me. The Gospel of the Lord. In the time of Jesus, if somebody wanted to become a disciple of a rabbi or of a a famous teacher, it was understood that this commitment would not simply be a few hours each week or a few days of the week studying with the rabbi. It was understood that such an endeavor demanded a complete reorientation of one's whole life. Because you ended up living with the rabbi. You would eat with him. You would study with him. Whatever he did, you would do. And wherever he went, 
you would go. And the reason for this is quite simple. The rabbi is not merely teaching the disciple an intellectual idea or theory. But he's transmitting to him a completely new way of life. And why is this important? Because based upon this background, the disciples in today's gospel have truly not yet become disciples. How do we know that? Because Jesus is still at a distance. There is still a huge gap between Jesus and the disciples. And what is in that gap? It's namely themselves. Their own self-obsession. Their own very narrow and worldly way of thinking. In this section of Mark's Gospel, this is the second time now that Jesus is foretelling, announcing his passion, his death, and his resurrection. The first time was last Sunday, right after Jesus asks, who do you say that I am? And Peter answers correctly, you are the Christ. Jesus begins to teach them that he must suffer, die, and rise. And how does Peter respond? He tries to correct Jesus because he doesn't like what he hears Jesus saying. And then Jesus corrects him by saying, you are thinking like men. And today Jesus makes the same announcement. The Son of Man is to be handed over. He will be killed. And he will rise again. And how do the disciples respond? It says they were discussing among themselves who was the greatest. This Sunday, 
The disciples are acting like men. Last Sunday, the disciples were not thinking like the rabbi. And today, they're not acting like him. Because they're in the way. I remember very early when I first entered religious life, I remember almost being shocked at how difficult it was for me at times to love the brothers who I was living with, especially if I felt misunderstood or ignored. I remember at times being shocked about how difficult it was to pray when all of a sudden I felt nothing. When all of a sudden I felt like God was absent. And I was even more shocked when, the, when, the, when I realized the reason why I was so shocked was because I had put myself in the center. What is true of Peter last Sunday? What is true of the disciples today? And to some extent, I think we can say what is true for all of us at times. Is that we simply don't listen fully to God's revelation. We listen to parts of it. And then we tend to create a God in our image and likeness. As opposed to worshiping the God and following the God in whose image and likeness we are made. Jesus says today, if anyone wishes to be first, he should be the last of all and the servant of all. None of us naturally think like that. Jesus is saying the exact opposite of what we have learned, of what the world teaches us. The gospel is a complete 180 degree turn of what we're used to, 
and most likely what we have been taught. Is this meant to discourage us or even frighten us? Of course not. It's simply a reminder to us of where Jesus is trying to take us. Namely, beyond ourselves, beyond our own ideas, beyond our own fears, beyond our own plans, and beyond our own agenda. It's true that God always meets us where we are in life. But God never wants us to stay where we are in life. God keeps inviting us to more. He keeps inviting us deeper. And he keeps inviting us to a greater participation in his life, in his love, in his way of thinking, and in his way of acting. And the only way to get there, of course, is by letting go and allowing Jesus to simply take us beyond ourselves.